My name's Dave, I'm the lead pastor here at Connect, and I want to welcome you on Mother's Day. We are uh, uh, especially uh, grateful to have all you mums here this morning. You mums are awesome, we think you mums are great. Um, I do need to start out this service by just clarifying something, because already some of you are like, you keep saying mums. What's that about? Because I understand what a mum is, okay? I realize that over here, mum is something different, okay? And in America, this is a, uh, a mom, okay? But um, where I come from, we have the same mum, okay? And um, actually, if you look at this newspaper headline here that this guy is reading, uh, if you could read this up on the screen, it says, Mum would be so proud. It was Prince William and Princess Kate talking about Princess Diana. I think there's a mum right there. So, uh, so we're going to go with mums just for today. Okay, so you can all feel like princesses this morning, all you mums out there. But um, I was thinking, you know, with me and Mother's Day, it would be good to share a little bit of a message that ties in with that theme. So I thought, well, I'm going to go to the Bible. I'm going to take a look and see what Jesus had to say on this subject. What better place to go and look and, you know, to find Jesus? And say, I thought, why don't we ever talk? about mums, or I wonder if we ever talked about mothers, and uh, in my uh, studying this week, I came across uh, a time where one of the writers of the, uh, the letters that tell the life of Jesus, they tell the situation where Jesus actually speaks about mothers. It's a guy by the name of Luke, he writes this account, and in Luke chapter 11, verse 27, uh, he tells of a time when there was a crowd of people around Jesus, and he was teaching, and uh, he was sharing some really powerful things, and suddenly, from out of the crowd, uh, we read this, Luke 11, verse 27. It says, as Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, called out, blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you. So Jesus is like right in the middle of his message, kind of like this, and some of the crowd just shouting out, hey Jesus, blessed is your mom. She's awesome, the, the mom who gave birth to you and who nursed you. She's amazing. And I thought, wow, I wonder how Jesus is going to respond to that. Well, obviously, I'm sure his response was something like this. You are right. Let's stop this sermon right now. My mom is awesome. In fact, all moms are awesome. In fact, we're going to stop this message right now, and we're going to celebrate our mums. He said, disciples, go get your mums. We're going to take them all out for lunch today. Peter said, Jesus has a problem. All we've got is this fish sandwich. Jesus is like, that's okay. I got this. I got lunch covered. That's, that's all I need. So he says, we're going to take all of our mums out to lunch. But before we do that, we're going to go to the temple. Because let's be honest, guys, your mums like it. They're asking you every week to go to the temple with them, and you always come up with these excuses that I've got to fix my roof, or I need to do some work on the donkey. And uh, this one day, this one day, you're going to go to the temple with your mums, okay? And they're like, okay, that's a great idea. So he says, you know what else? Let's, let's buy them gifts. When we get to the temple, we'll buy all of your mother's gifts. And they arrive at the temple, and, and Jesus discovers that the merchants there, they've doubled the price of flowers. They've heard that this is a special day now for mums, so they're charging twice as much for flowers. And he looks at the cars that they're selling, it's just a small piece of papyrus, but it's, it's ridiculously expensive for just a small piece of papyrus. And Jesus says, this is wrong. He turns over the tables, and he gets the merchants out of there, and he says, listen, we're going to make our own cards for our mums, and, and we may spell happy with one P, and we may spell mother with a U, but they're going to love these cards. And from this day forward, this 
day will be known as Mama's Day, and we will celebrate it forevermore. Now, that's not actually what did happen next, okay? I hope no one left in the middle of that, and they're going home and saying, yeah, apparently, Jesus invented Mother's Day. That's what the pastor of church said this morning. But, but I think when this lady shouted out, blessed Jesus is your mother, who gave birth from nurse to you, maybe that's kind of what the crowd were expecting Jesus to say, something that would honor and respect and celebrate moms. But it blew me away when I read what Jesus did say. Listen to what he did say. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and birth. He replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Blessed rather are those that hear the word of God and obey it. Now what a strange thing to say, because in actual fact, I, I did some study, and there's another writer by the name of Matthew who tells a similar story at this time, and, and when Matthew tells it, he actually um, tells us that Jesus' mother and brothers were there. So Jesus' mum was in the crowd when this was said. When this person shouted out, Jesus, your mum's awesome. He goes, no, I'll tell you who's awesome. It's those people who, who obey the word of God and who listen to it, who hear it, and who follow it. And you got to meet my wonderful wife this morning. That was my Mother's Day gift for her. I was like, hey, you should do announcements. And uh, she was brilliant, wasn't she? Did she do a fantastic job? That won't be the first time you see her up here. So uh, Ellen came up with her, and the truth is, we've got three wonderful children, and the other night we went out to kind of celebrate Mother's Day a little bit early, and we sat around the dinner table together, and the kids had to take it in turns of telling mum stories, and it was brilliant, some of the stories they told, and some of their favorite memories of their mum. And um, they had to say some of the things they loved about their mum, some of their favorite things about their mum. And as much as Casey loves the kids, as much as she wants them to be followers of Jesus and to love Jesus, I think if I had said, hey kids, isn't your mum awesome? If Emma had responded and said, well, kind of, but I'll tell you who is awesome, those people who go to church every Sunday, they're awesome. <laughs> now I think there's a part of Casey would have thought, that's, that's kind of cute she said that, but hey, what about me? And that's kind of what's happening here. Jesus' mum is out there in the crowd. He has a moment where he can actually say, you're right, she's incredible. But instead, he says, no, I'll tell you who's awesome. I'll tell you who's awesome. Those who hear the word of God and obey it. So is Jesus saying that for us to celebrate Mother's Day is a, isn't a good thing? No, I don't think so at all. We love mums here at Connect. We want to celebrate all of you and uh, join in celebrating with you today on this day. But see, here's the thing. Jesus was mission-focused. <laughs> Jesus had come to earth with this mission, and it drove him so much that it affected everything he said, everything he did, because he was on a very specific mission. His mission was to, to lead people into a relationship with their Heavenly Father, God. He wanted people to understand that God loved everyone and the great plan for their lives, that, that when they died, they could spend eternity in heaven with their heavenly Father. And it wasn't just about life after death, but there was a great life to be lived in a relationship with Jesus. If I remember hearing a, a, an old-time preacher once, he, he gave this great um, saying. He said, you know, when, when thinking about following Jesus, when thinking about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, 
He said, it's not just pie in the sky when you die, it's also steak on your plate while you wait. <laughs> that was kind of his description of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah, there's a great uh, day coming, but there's still great times now. And that was Jesus' mission. So actually, Jesus was very mission-focused. He wanted those around to know that, hey, those who understand what it means to be a follower of me, to hear the word of God, to understand it, to apply it in their lives, It'll change their lives. Whether they're moms or dads or kids or grandparents or us here this morning, being followers of Jesus is a great thing. He wasn't saying, I don't think moms are great. He's like, listen, moms are great, but let me tell you what's really great. When your mission focus like Jesus, it's about knowing what it is to be a follower of me. So Jesus, he wants to reach everyone. On Mother's Day, to the mum who has it all together. The great family, the nice house, the minivan, the kids and the dog. But maybe who still has some struggles in her marriage. Still beats herself up as she lives in the, the, the world of Pinterest. And, and always feels that maybe she's not quite as good as that other mum as she wishes she was. Jesus wants that mum to discover him. To discover how much he loves her and who she is in him. To the mum here this morning who may find that on this particular Mother's Day, it's a sad day. It brings a time of, of sadness. Maybe it's a, a Mother's Day for a mum who's lost a child. Or a Mother's Day for someone here who's, maybe it's the first, or, or maybe it's uh, very recent that um, you won't be celebrating Mother's Day with your mum today. She's not here anymore. Part of Jesus' mission was to be there for those people too in that time of sadness. To be there and to, to um, reach them in that point of heaviness and heartbreak. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, Jesus says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Jesus wants to bring comfort to those moms today. To the single mom who maybe hadn't planned on celebrating Mother's Day quite so soon, but now finds herself in a position where her plans have changed. Jesus wants her to know that he still has a wonderful plan for her life and that he would love to play a central role in that plan and help that mum be the very best mum she can possibly be. You know, that mission of Jesus is our mission here at Connect Church as well. Our mission is to share God's love, share Jesus' passion and his love for you every single week. And maybe you're here this morning, you're visiting, and maybe you've come because it's Mother's Day and Mother's Sisters, you come, but, but we join Jesus in that mission of sharing just the wonder it is to, to obey his word, to understand who he is, and to become followers of him. And because it's our mission here at Connect, we also partner with other organizations where that is their mission. We believe that God has equipped us as a church to be able to, to help other people who have a similar mission. I want to tell you about one of those great organizations this morning. There's an organization that's, that's very close to our hearts here at Connect. It's called Young Lives. Um, Young Lives is an offshoot of an organization called Young Life that some of you may have heard of. Young Life exists to reach teenagers and middle schoolers and high schoolers and, and share God's love for them and share God's plan for them. But one of the, the branches of their organization is something called Young Lives. Young Lives has, has started to reach young mums, teenage mums. And we have a group here in our community that exists to reach those mums. And, and uh, 
There's, there's a lot of connections with connecting with people who run that group, who are involved in that group. So I've actually asked them if they would join us on Mother's Day because I want to chat with them. I want you to get to know them. So I'm going to invite some of these ladies up off the stage now. You're going to get to meet these wonderful ladies and hear some of their stories. So could you give these ladies a round of applause? Right now, I think uh, Justin or someone's going to come out here with some microphones. It's going to be amazing. You can sit by me here. All right. So these are some great friends of ours. So Julie sat down the end here. She's a member here at Connect. Uh, she's one of the leaders here at Young Lives. Uh, Sue Ann, her daughter, and all of their family are members here at Connect. She's a, uh, a Washington resident here. Uh, Montana, her family, are all part of Connect as well. And then you're going to get to meet Lala and Renisha, who are a couple of the uh, mums from Young Lives, and hear a little bit of their story. So thank you so much for joining us this morning here at Connect on this Mother's Day. Uh, I'm going to start by asking some questions here. So Sue Ann, why don't you tell us just a little bit about how this got started here in Washington? Um, Julie and I started praying last January, um, January of 2015. <laughs> we both knew that Young Lives existed, and we both had a, just a curiosity about it, and so we started praying at my house on Wednesday nights, and we met every week with two other gals, and we just prayed that we could see God's direction, and that we would not be fearful, as that song said, yeah. and we tried to keep him in the driver's seat and just show us, and he wowed us, this makes me almost cry, because he wowed us like unbelievable. We would ask a prayer and the next day it would be answered and people kept coming forward that wanted to help. And by March, there were 20 people who had come to us and wanted to help us get Young Lives started in the area. So in May of 2015, we decided we were going to do a soft start. We were going to have, have a club. We didn't know teen moms. Um, they don't walk around their school and have I'm a mom on their t-shirts, so how do you find them? So we passed out some flyers at schools, and we thought, if no moms come, that's okay. We'll be fine. We'll just practice. And we learned quickly that there's no such thing as a soft start with young lives, because we had five come, and we thought they were very brave to come not knowing us. And four of those five, one was too old to stay in our group, but the other four have become the building blocks to our program. So that first summer, we, last summer, we worked on just building relationships with them and trying to earn their trust. And then in September, we kicked off our first club. So we meet every other week, and we have now um, about 25 moms that we are working with. 16 are being mentored one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we have 16 mentors. We have four on our dinner-serving team, and we have uh, 15 child care workers. So God has wowed us. To say that is putting it mildly. He, we've tried really hard to let him lead. It's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's led you well. That's an amazing story of how it has opened up in his time and it started yes. so well. 
And I know that this morning there are some of the other uh, mentors and people involved, because when we were with beforehand, they, they were horrified because they thought they had to come up the stage as well. Uh, we, we rest assured you don't, but I would love to acknowledge those. Uh, so if you're here and you're one of the mentors that helped me out, stand up for us so we can see who you are and where you are. Come on, stand up. There they are. So Julie, tell me, so now the club's up and running every other week, tell me what a club looks like. What does it look like as average night? So a club is like, um, just like the best night out for moms, you know, it's just like any mom would enjoy. Um, there's childcare and there's food and somebody serves you and somebody cleans up after you and it's wonderful. Um, <laughs> the girls show up and they drop their kids off to childcare and childcare can take care of their kids while we're in club. Um, they feed them and change them and do whatever needs to be done for those kids. Um, and then we have uh, we have a time where we just kind of talk and fellowship with one another. Um, we usually have an opener, like we get to know with each other. And then we serve dinner. Uh, so we have, we have a, a whole team of people that bring food. We have some of you in this room have prepared food for us. Um, so we have dinner. Uh, it's family style. The food keeps coming. It's there. It's always plentiful. It's always fantastic. Um, and then after dinner, we usually have games or we'll have a craft or some kind of activity. Um, and then after that, we have a short message where somebody will share about how God's working in their lives or um, we've had teen moms who are grown-ups um, come and share about being a teen mom, and um, so it's it's really fun. Yeah. It's brilliant. So this is Lanisha, sat to the side of you, and I'm going to ask you a question now. Um, I want to know why you come to Young Lives. Yeah. <laughs> and what you've learned from coming. So there's a bigger question. So why you come and what you've learned since coming? I was there at Young Lives like from the first first very first day. You were one of the first four, but mm -hmm. excellent. Yeah, I think I was the first one in there. <laughs> but um I I really like coming to Young Lives every other Monday because like when you walk in you feel so welcome. Like when I first came in I was having second thoughts on on it and I was just like, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know. But when I walked in and I saw so many people hugging me and stuff, and it was just like, wow, like, I never had that happen to me. And then, like, when I saw them, like, get KJ and, like, play with him and, like, act with him the way how I do, and I was like, oh, I really like this place. <laughs> so, and then, like, you know, KJ, he's two. So he's like a overboard little boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was it was really surprising on how everybody like acts with him because like he's very demanding. <laughs> and it was like everyone took his took their time and stuff. So I really liked it because I felt welcome. Brilliant, thank you. Alright. So we've got Montana here um, in the middle, and Montana, you're a mentor yes. in this group. Yep. So tell me what your role is as a mentor. What's that like? So our role is kind of just to meet with the girls. Um, like Sam said, we meet individually too with about 16 of them, but um, you get close with all of them, so we just you know support them, um, give them advice when they need it, uh, cheer them on when 
they are like going through school, like finishes in school right now, so we're cheering around, getting them through that, and uh, just being there for them when they need us, uh, not not judging them at all, but just really loving them like Jesus loves us. So you're at the club with them every couple of weeks. Right. Do you do things as a mental outside the club? Yeah, so most of us, like, like she said, most of us have our own girl we kind of meet with, um, and we, I, mine is Ashley, and so we meet. Uh, we get coffee, or go to the park, go to the zoo, just stuff like that. Anything just to meet with them and kind of like do life with them. So. That's awesome. Cool. All right, Lala. So, you might be on the stereo. So, she was talking about Ashley Hercule. Tell me about your mentor and your relationship with her. Is she here today? Yes. Is. Mine is over there. Nice. nice. At first, Julie was mine. So, when I pushed somebody else on me. <laughs> My big sister, who is my idol and goal. She's amazing, nice, fun, beautiful, and my everything. Um, even though she hasn't been there for like a whole year because I started late, um, like we, she acts like we grew up together, like we were fighting over toys and stuff like as a sister. And um, Suanne was trying to hook me up with all these um, blind dates. I didn't know. Like she was giving me all these random numbers, like, call. I was just thinking, like, yeah, she's, I don't know how this is gonna go, and then, like, at, and she's like, just tell me about Nicole, and saying, like, she's beautiful, she's nice and fun, like, I should really get with her, I should take this as a joke, and all this, and then, um, after that, I just met her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing, like, I need to be with her every day, and then, um, in my head, I'm just like, I don't know how this is gonna go, I, I feel like they're just gonna like, try to control my life, you know, in a way. But then, like, after it, it was like the complete opposite. She supports me, encourages me, she does, like, the best things for me and my kids, and whoever encounters her, they like, be really, really grateful for her to be in their life. And to me, I just look at her like, me steering the wheel, and me and God, let me say that. <laughs> He's a big part of my life, and her, she just pushes the gas for me. That's awesome. Brilliant. Great. So I said at the beginning there that as a church, we, we love partnering with organizations that have the same vision as Jesus has, as we have here at Connect. Um, and we'd love to help anyway. What are some of the practical needs that maybe Julie, Swan, Montana? Uh, I'm sure there's a shopping list, but give me a few ideas of where uh, you're looking <laughs> we have a lot of needs. Um, first and foremost, like I said, we, we've tried to be very prayer focused from the very beginning, and we would love to have a prayer team who is praying for us, tangibly meeting, and um, that we could give needs to. Um, one of our favorite phrases that we use often is prayer, ministry without prayer is the greatest form of arrogance. And we will not be arrogant. We're determined um, to not be. Yeah. So that would be our first need. Um, another one is we're looking for a transportation team. We have girls that all, most of them don't drive or don't have a car. They're they're all under 20, and. 
we go to their homes a lot. We, we, we love picking them up and getting them in our car, but most of our mentors uh, work, and we cl start club at 5.30, and it's always crunch time. And every Monday, my phone just blows up all afternoon with people that need rides and mentors that can't get them. So if, if anybody has a heart for that, we, we would love to have that. And we can't start any later because the babies need to get to bed and we end at 7.30. Um, we need meals. We, we typically, groups of friends, groups of my friends or Montana's family and friends brought a meal one night. Um, so small groups, if they want to do a meal, we're usually cooking for 50 people, so it's not something that one person would want to do, but a, a small group, that would be great. And do you want to answer this final one? Yeah, me too. <laughs> the last thing that we need is money. Um, <laughs> we are new. And we're sending 13 girls, taking 13 girls to camp in July. Not just the girls. <laughs> the girls, their babies, the mentor, and a child care person. All those people go to camp with the girls to support them. That's so yes. where we're It's in Michigan. We're going to Michigan. So we'll have our Peoria Charter Coach Fosco, and I don't know if you're familiar with the Life Camp, but it's it's going to be an awesome experience and not a Chief experience. We've worked really hard to raise money for that. Um, the girls have worked hard volunteering and they know that they're responsible to help earn some of that money. But um, we also have operating just costs. You know, everything comes out of our own pockets. And we always, everything that we do, we bring snacks, we bring food, we bring lots of stuff. And so far it's just been us. So, right. Yeah, any money would be great. Well, and that's what we wanted to do here this morning as a church. So, um, under your seats, you'll see there's a baby bottle, and there should be, a, I think it's every other chair, so there should be enough for one per family. Uh, I want to challenge you to take that home with you today, think together as a family, um, kind of share the idea inside. There's a little card that talks about young lives. Over the next couple of weeks, maybe you can put some money in there, write a check and put it in there, and then over the next couple of weeks, we're going to collect those back. Because on this Mother's Day, I have a great opportunity to give back to an organization that exists for months and uh, make a difference in the lives of moms. How many schools are you working with right now? Do you know how many kids you got from different schools? And... Um, probably six. Six different schools. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's really cool is we get to go to Limestone to uh, Woodruff and Manuel every single week. They invited us. They called us and said, can you come? And we go in during school hours and meet with their teen moms, which is huge. Yeah. Are you guys both in school? I graduated early. Where did you graduate from? I graduated from Limestone. I graduated in the, um, just recently on December 22nd because I was going to have my son in January and I didn't want to miss out on the finals and okay. saying I was going to miss a lot of school. So okay. I'm going to show you in school. Um, I currently go to ICC okay. and I'm almost done next, next week on the Excellent. Arita, are you going to camp? Are you going to camp? Yeah, we're going to camp. Fantastic, fantastic. So, awesome. So we as a church have decided that we're going to start the ball rolling here, and we'd like to give you a gift of a thousand dollars towards the ministry. Uh, our community, but also kids, and I think what you girls are doing is fantastic. 
and I think this will impact your kids as you raise them or make a difference in their lives. And I'm pretty confident that wonderful people here at Connect that uh, that number will grow over the next two weeks as they take those baby models home and add to that fund. So we'll get you uh, the final total here in a couple of weeks. So we really do think you guys are all incredible. Uh, I'm going to say for a few here, that's all right, and you mums and your kids and uh, you wonderful mentors and ladies who are leading this group. So. God, I just thank you so much, Lord. What a wonderful story to hear that Suan, this, this started with Suan and Julie sitting in their living room on a Wednesday night just asking, God, if this is your will, would you help us do it? We sang a song this morning, Lord, about overcoming fear. And, um, I think that for Suan and Julie, there's really a lot of fear of what this may turn into. But God, you've equipped them. You've been there and you've helped them with this, Lord. And God, I just pray, Father, that you will uh, continue to provide open doors, meet the practical needs. Because, Lord, because they stepped up and said yes, these beautiful girls, Lord, Lala, Renisha, and their friends, Lord, and these children, their lives are being changed forever because of amazing people like Montana and these other mentors that are here this morning that are taking time to invest into these, these gals and their kids and show them the love of Jesus. Jesus, you, you love moms. You, you said you love mums, but when, when asked that day, you said, well, what I really love is those that obey my word and follow my commands, because you know what it means when, when we live our lives full of you, the difference it can make. Lord, I pray for Lala, for Denisha, Lord, for their kids, that you would continue to bless them, Lord, bless their kids, Father, let them know how loved they are, and what a great plan you have for their lives. Bless them, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And coming this morning, so thank you very much for coming up with Kathy and Casey are going to help me here, they're going to bring out some uh, uh, appropriate Mother's Day gifts for all you mums out there, what could be better than flowers on Mother's Day, so we've got some flowers for you mums. You know, Sue Ann, Montana, and Julie are all mums themselves and, and grandmas, and uh, gave up their Mother's Day to come here this morning and be a part. But I am uh, so glad that they did. So thank you so much. Let's thank them all again. Second service as well. So uh, I'm sure they'll look just as surprised the second service and just as grateful. So. Hey, I know that Mother's Day can be a mix of emotions for all of us. Some of us it's just a day to celebrate because we're a we're a mum. I'm not a mum, but you're a mum. Some of you this morning are mums here this morning. It's just a wonderful time. Uh, for others it can be difficult. Maybe it's a time where you're raising your child alone. And uh, it's a little bit tougher being a single mum here this morning. As I said earlier, maybe it's a time when you remember a mum who's, who's not here anymore. But I think for all of us this morning, we can celebrate the fact that, um, you know, we met some mums here this morning who have some challenges ahead, but the reality is they've got some wonderful people who are just being Jesus to them and just mirroring the love that Jesus has for them. And maybe it'll help some of us this morning with some perspective on things in our lives and some appreciation for what God can do. 
And to all of you here this morning on this Mother's Day, God wants you to know just how much He loves you. Wherever you are this morning, He wants to know you to know that He loves you so much. And he, he wants to be a part of your life. So if you've never done that, if you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, maybe that's something you could do this morning. Jesus, I want to know you the way these people on stage are talking about, the way others here at Connect have been speaking about. I want to know and experience that relationship with you. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this morning, Lord, and just as we've kind of thought about the theme of, of mums, Lord, and looked at all these different types of mums, the reality is, Lord, when, when you, Jesus, were um, given the chance to celebrate mums, it's not that you didn't want to celebrate them, but you said, hey, listen, those that need to be celebrated the most are those who discover the mission I have, why I am here. To help people discover the wonderful Father God, Heavenly Father that loves them so much. To connect them together. So they can understand what it looks like to have um, just this amazing relationship with, my, with their Heavenly Father that will carry them through this life and carry them through eternity with Him forevermore. So uh, be with all the mums today, all the families, be with all of us today. Whatever the day holds for us, in Jesus' name we pray.